Hello there, fiction authors. I have a question for you today. Do you truly want to be an author? I mean, obviously, or you wouldn't be here if not, but you're just not entirely sure you have what it takes. What I mean is, do you have the best intentions when it comes to getting your writing done? But so often those intentions just fall through. So you, you genuinely want to be a successful fiction author, but you can't seem to get into the headspace to get the things done to make that happen, okay? If that's you, don't worry, this happens to a lot of new authors and it even happens to seasoned ones like me. We can follow into this trap too. It's about falling out of the habit of things or getting distracted by life. I mean, look, summer is coming to a close already. I do not know where this year has gone, okay? But the kids are going back to school and the holidays, I don't want to freak you out, but they are just around the corner. It's not going to be that long, okay? The year is really flying by and you still have the ability to have the most productive writing year you've ever had in 2023, okay? You really still can have that, especially if so far maybe you haven't quite hit the mark, okay? I'm going to give you four ways today to shift your mindset and create a ton of productivity for yourself in what's left of the year, okay? So if that's something you're interested in, stay tuned. We're going to go into it. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? If you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc, if you want to create a fiction empire but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough, hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. Okay, so I will say that this has definitely happened to me before, if you didn't get that from what I said in the intro. I get distracted by other things, you know, I am working a full-time job right now, and it gets to be hard sometimes to nail down your writing time. I will admit that I have not been as productive this year as I had wanted to be. And over the last few years, I've let a few things slide that I'm now trying to get back on track with, okay? I've also told you stories before about how I would, in college, take a semester off to write a book and then I didn't do it, right? I didn't get it done. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. I didn't have the correct planning. I didn't have um, the knowledge, the know-how to get a book written. You know, I hadn't done it yet. I just was very, very inexperienced. I was very undisciplined because I was young. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, right? Um, but in general, I would say that I didn't do the things that I'm about to teach you. Look, guys, if you followed me for any length of time, you know that I am all about the inner game. Now, that is true on the page. I always say that the internal arc for your characters should be the foundation of your story. It may not be everything that's happening on the page. Obviously, the plot is what really makes readers turn the page. But if the story, the core and, and foundation of the story should be the internal arc. Well, guess what? That's true of you too, as an author. The inner game is everything. If you do not have your inner game, you know, right where it needs to be, you're not going to be able to produce results. Okay, that's just fact, and I have learned that over years and years of trying and thinking, 
why have I not figured this out yet? Well, because I didn't have my inner game in place. I heard a, I heard a really, really great quote um, a few days ago that I'm going <laughs> to try to recreate from memory here, but I thought it was a really good way to put it. It said, um, you cannot out-strategize a bad mindset, okay? It doesn't matter if you have the best strategies in the world, if you have done every single thing I've told you to do to plan your novel. If your mindset is not where it needs to be, it is not going to matter one iota, okay? But the flip is also true. You cannot out-mindset bad strategy. So even if you have the best mindset in the world, if you're writing a crap novel, it's still not going to sell for you, okay? They have to go hand in hand. But most people focus on the external because you know, that's kind of common and it's very natural. You know, we say, okay, well then I'll do this to get my book written. And they just completely let the internal fall by the wayside. And you can't do that or you're not going to produce the results that you want. The same is true on the page. And I tell people this all the time. It's what I teach. I'm not saying that the plot is not important. Of course, the plot is important. Of course, the exciting things, the world building, the stuff that we all get really into and geek out about, of course, those are important. But if the inner arc is not there it's not going to work it's going to fall apart okay but the same is true of you and your writing process right so here's the thing i've said this before but waiting for the muse to strike (laughs) is really not an effective strategy if you want to be a career author okay and i'm talking about if you want to actually make money at your at your uh, fiction writing okay if you're just noodling around and it's just for you and you're not going to publish it then oh cool do whatever you want you know then if that's the case this does not apply to you but if you really want to make money off of your writing you can't just wait around for the muse to strike okay you have to be very very purposeful preemptive intentional Insert synonym, okay? This is what you need to do if you want to be successful as a fiction writer, okay? Because really, what we're doing if we want to sell our writing for money is we are creating a business. How many successful business owners out there do you know who waited around for the muse to call before they did anything, who thought, eh, when I'm feeling inspired, then I'll build my business, okay? It's true of everybody. It's true of athletes. How many athletes do you know who were successful athletes who just waited around until they felt like it before they put on their shoes and went running or stepped into the gym? No, no, that's not what they did. You have to be intentional and you have to be um, diligent about what you're doing, right? So, and then trigger warning for authors, I'm about to use a cliche, but Rome was not built in a day, right? (laughs) Sorry for the cliche. The best way to build anything is one little Lego building block at a time. It does take time. It takes patience. It takes discipline. And we're going to talk more about discipline in a minute because most people have no idea what discipline actually is or how to build it. Um, But you have to do it a little at a time. You have to be intentional about it. And if you're not going to do that, you're not going to see the results that you want. That's all I'm getting at, right? Therefore, waiting for the muse to strike is not a very good strategy, okay? Yeah, it, it kind of gets um, romanticized, especially in our industry. And I'm sure there are people who have utilized that strategy and seen some success. But in this day and age, if you want to actually live off your royalties, you got to step it up. You got to do better than that because one book that you wrote where lightning struck and then you published it is probably not going to make you a career author for the rest of your life. Okay. That's just not the way it works here in 2023. Okay. So you got to be, you got to step it up. You got to do a little more than that. Okay. So my next question is for you to consider is this, are you happy with your writing progress right now? 
Are you okay with how things are going, with how often you're putting out books, with how well your books are selling? Are you happy with how things are going? Are you completely satisfied? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and turn this episode off right now. I have nothing more to teach you, okay? But if you want to grow and you want to increase your fiction output, then let's talk about some ways that you can start doing that right now, today. You can do all of these things, okay? And make this fall and the rest of this year super productive for you, okay? Now, the first one is something that we probably talk about a lot and maybe it's a little bit obvious, but the first one is to plan. And that includes blocking out time to write and making sure during that time that you have no distractions and that it's prioritized. Now, again, I know that people say this, it's something we bat around a lot and talk about in our industry, but be really honest with yourself. Are you actually doing this? Because most people, I would say 90 plus percent of authors talk about doing this, but they don't actually do it. And I can say that from experience because I've been someone who talks about it and is not actually doing it. Okay. You have to do this if you want to see results. And it's amazing how when you actually sit down and do it, suddenly your productivity goes up. (laughs) Now, You may be saying, okay, but I'm really busy. That's fine, I understand. Maybe you only have a few minutes a week to write or an hour here and there, and that's okay. You've gotta work with whatever you have in your life right now. But when I say that you have to be intentional, what I'm saying is sit down with a calendar of the week and figure out where you can squeeze in some writing time. You probably have more than you think you do. Most people do, but the problem is we just don't plan ahead. And so we fill our our hours, especially the ones where we don't have anything planned with other things, you know, and, and they're, they're not bad things. They're either relaxation time or doing something with family, going out to eat, you know, whatever the case may be. And, and then we look back on our week and say, no, I was busy all week. But if we plan in advance, we can say, you know, I actually don't have anything scheduled here. So that's going to be my writing time. And you block that out. And if you can do that even a handful of times every week, your productivity, how quickly you get your books written will go, it will just skyrocket really, really fast. Okay. So don't just say you're going to do it. Don't just nod along. Actually sit down with a calendar or a day planner or whatever it is you use with your schedule and figure out when is going to be your writing time. Can you get up early? Can you stay up late? Can you squeeze something in on your lunch break? Uh, When the kids are napping, you know, anything, just figure it out. And once you know that it's there, then you will have time to write, won't you? Okay, so that's number one is plan. Number two is discipline. I said we were going to talk about this. People think that discipline is, I don't know, people tend to talk about it almost like it's a talent. Oh, I'm not disciplined enough to do that, but he is. Uh, No, guys. (laughs) Discipline, excuse me. All discipline means is that, Something that you do over and over again, even when you don't want to. That's all discipline means, okay? You're going to do it every single day without exception. And even on the days when you don't feel like doing it, you're still going to do it. That's all discipline is. You just have to show up and do it and you have discipline, okay? It's not something supernatural. It's not something you're born with. It is something that is practiced and honed. It's like a muscle that you have to work, okay? I learned this from Andy Frazella, okay? most people don't have discipline because they've never tried to have discipline. They've never even considered it. You know, they go, oh, I should do that, but no, I'm not going to. Okay, but if you would just do it every day, it doesn't even have to be hard. Let's, let's, let's use an example. Um, Most of us, I would think, are pretty disciplined about brushing our teeth, okay? When we were little kids, like three and four years old, our parents had to make us brush our teeth, and most of the time we whined and cried and didn't want to. And the only reason we did that is because we had never done it before and it was like a chore for us it was something that took us away from our playtime and took us away from you know maybe our tv and we 
had to go brush our teeth and we were upset about it. Now, because our parents instilled that habit in us, most of us can't go a day without brushing our teeth. Most of us can't go to bed without brushing our teeth. Most of us would never leave the house in the morning without brushing our teeth because it feels gross and we just, we can't not do it, okay? But it is the discipline of having done it day after day after day that has instilled that in us. Most of the time, especially when we were little kids, we probably didn't even do a good job of brushing our teeth, you know? We probably went through the motions to make our moms happy, and then that was it. But as we've gotten older, we have gotten better at it, right? And now we have the discipline to brush our teeth, hopefully, enough to take care of them so they're not falling out when we're 25. And that has become a habit. And, you know, most of us don't think of brushing our teeth as a discipline, but by definition, it is, okay? So all you have to do is show up and do something repetitively and you have discipline, okay? So what I want you to do is if you want to be more productive for the rest of the year, you have to commit to showing up every single time. Now, I do recognize that not everybody can show up daily. I'm going to encourage you to show up daily to write if you possibly can, even if it's only for five minutes, because that will instill habits in you so much more quickly than only doing it a handful of times a week. But if you really can't, that's fine. Let's say you only have uh, two or three times a week when you can write for 45 minutes. Okay, just show up those two or three times a week every single time and get your writing done every time. And you guys, the habit will come more quickly than you think it will. And you will get to a point where you can't stand not to write during those times. And therefore, you will have discipline, okay? Now, discipline really does two things for you. Number one, it creates habits because it will create pathways in your brain. When you do something over and over and over again, it becomes automatic, okay? So it creates habits really, really quickly. And like I said, you get to the point where you can't not do that thing because the habit is so deeply ingrained. The other thing it does is it creates confidence. People think that perfection creates confidence. It doesn't, okay? Confidence, it's actually the other way around. Confidence and discipline create perfection, but perfection does not create confidence. What creates confidence is doing something, okay? The the confidence comes in the fact that we're already doing it. So if you're saying, I'm a fiction author, but you're not actually writing, then you feel this sense of um, imposter syndrome because you're not actually doing it, right? But once you start doing it, you feel like a writer because you're writing every day. Therefore, discipline creates confidence, okay? So that is the second thing that you must do in order to really shift your mindset and create more productivity for yourself. The number three thing is track your progress. Guys, you have to do this, okay? Even if it's something simple like a spreadsheet, how many words are you writing every day? If you're not in a writing phase, maybe you're in an editing phase, I would even encourage you to write how many words you edited every day. The reason is that when something takes longer than we are expecting it to, and very often it does, we know life happens, it gives you something to look back on and keeps you from getting too discouraged on the bad days, okay? So track your progress so that you can see what you're getting done. It also helps you to plan for the future. You know, if it's the first book that you've ever edited and you thought it was gonna take you a month and you're a month and a half in and only halfway through the book, then you know that it's probably gonna take you three months to edit your book and you can plan for that, okay? But you can only measure growth and plan for the future by tracking progress, okay? So make sure that you have some way to track your progress. I don't care what it is. Use an app, use a program, use a software, use a notebook and pen for all I care, but track your progress. What are you doing every day or every week to move your writing career forward? And this doesn't even have to be just for writing. I mean, that's what I talk about mostly, but you can do this in terms of ads, you can do this in terms of social media, you can do this in terms of um, anything that will be helpful to you in moving your writing along, okay? So number three is track your progress. Number four, meditation. 
Look, guys, I know that not everybody is up on meditation, but it's becoming more and more common these days, not only because it's kind of a popular thing to do, I'll admit that, but it's because people really genuinely see progress when they include meditation as part of their daily practice for whatever it is they're trying to do, whether it's just life in general, whether it's their relationships, their business. I have gotten really into meditation just in the last couple of years, and it has changed my life. It has changed the way that I look at everything. It has changed my writing. It really has. Um, I'm going to go more into this over the next few weeks. I'm going to talk more about um, meditation for fiction writers specifically, right? I'm going to start, you know, creating some meditations for you. Now, let me just say that I know that it's not for everybody, and if you're at all worried that there's anything wrong with it or dark about it, uh, you know, if you're a Christian and you feel like maybe it's demonic, please don't, please don't worry about that. I mean, I'm a Christian too. I'm actually a very religious Christian and this is something that I do. And really a meditation, it's just a sort of a structured prayer. So that's actually the way that I approach it myself. I, I structure it in the, in the form of a prayer, a Christian prayer. And if you do that, then you don't have to worry about anything going wrong or being dark. I mean, you have to understand that meditation, much like so many of the things we use as writers, is just a tool. I always think of it... Um, Think of it in another way. There are a lot of tools out there that we can use for good things that are also used for bad things. So uh, an, ex or an example that's used a lot is something like a hammer. A hammer can be used for really good things. It can build homes to put roofs over people's heads. It can build all kinds of things that help us, that give us convenience, that give us joy, you know. On the other hand, you can also use that hammer to put holes in the wall, tear down that house, or in the darkest example, to actually hurt other people, okay? That doesn't make the hammer good or evil. It's just a tool and it depends on what you do with it, okay? Another really good example is the internet. There were plenty of people when the internet started to become a big thing 20 years ago that said, this is evil. I will not have anything to do with this. People are going to use it for evil things. And do people use it for evil things? Yes, unfortunately they do. We all know there are evil things out on the internet. There are predators and there are, you know, there's the dark web and there's illegal things that go on and all kinds of things. But it can also be used for very good things, for spreading good messages, connecting people over long distances, um, knowledge at our fingertips that we didn't used to have. So it is just a tool and it is, it can be used for good or for evil, whatever you want to use it for. Well, meditation is the same way, okay? It's just a tool to help you out and it can help you immensely with your writing. And that's why I have started to teach it and why I use it myself. And I'm just going to give you some guidance on it and you can take it or leave it. It's completely up to you, but just know that whatever happens with it is going to be contingent on how you decide to use it and what your intentions are. Okay. Um, so for purposes of today's podcast, I'm obviously not going to go into this a whole lot, but I do think that you should, in order to become more productive, that you should establish some sort of meditative practice around your writing. Why? Um, because mindset is everything. As I said before, the inner game is everything. If you don't believe you can do something, you truly will not be able to do it. Okay. If you think something is hard, it will be hard. If you think you don't have time to do your writing, you will not have time to do your writing. Something will come up to fill that time and you will not have the time. Okay. You're drawing that to you, <clears throat> excuse me, based on your mindset. On the flip side, if you think writing is easy and writing is fun and I write and publish books that people want to read and are more than happy to pay money for, I promise you it will happen. Like I said, meditation has changed my life, okay? Um, and I, I hope that I can 
put out some information that will help you with that too. But the point is meditation is just a prayer and it is for you. It is to change the way you think about yourself in any way as a person, um, as an individual, but as a writer in this case. And that really will change how things go for you. So once again, as I said before, even if you write the best book in the entire world that will touch so many people and change so many lives, if you think your writing sucks, that book is never going to go anywhere. It is never going to sell. It is never going to make you any money. And it is never going to reach the right people that it actually could um, help and change their lives for the better. Okay, so meditation is a big deal. And it is something that I very much encourage people to just start exploring and start doing. And even if it's just positive affirmations, even if it's just something really simple, before you sit down to write at any any writing session, just close your eyes, take a deep breath, relax, and tell yourself, I'm going to get 2,000 words written today, or you know, whatever your goals for the day are. I'm going to finish this chapter today. And just feel it and believe it. And guess what, guys? It makes all the difference about whether you can actually get that accomplished or not. So just start with something simple like that. And like I said, I'll be exploring this more over the next few months as, uh, as time goes on. So let's give a, a little recap here. We need to wrap up. So four things you can do to change your mindset today and increase your productivity for the rest of the year. Number one, plan. That includes blocking time, no distractions, and making sure that you are actually putting it in your calendar. Number two, discipline. Show up for those writing times. That will not only create habits for you, but it will also give you the confidence to keep doing it because you are doing it. Okay, so discipline. Show up every single time, whether you want to or not, and, and just do the writing session. Number three, track your progress somehow so that you can see your progress and so that you can see your growth, see how things have changed, plan for the future, okay? And number four, create some sort of meditative practice, even if it's just affirmations or um, making little kind of miniature goals before a writing session about what you're, going, you're, what you're about to accomplish over the next hour or however long, okay? It really will make a difference in how successful you are um, at your creation, at your productivity, and at your business in general. Okay? So I hope that was helpful. I hope that you guys can take these things and do something with them and that they will, you know, help increase your productivity. Things are going to be changing as we come into the fall, you know, um, schedules change and routines change, but that's why you have to be very thoughtful and very intentional at making sure that you are guarding your writing time to keep getting it done. All right? Um, I want to remind you once again, if you have not gotten it yet, that I have a free PDF about how to plan out your story, beginning, middle, and end. And you can get that at bit.ly forward slash finish your story. There was a little bit of a breakdown in the funnel for a while. So there were some people who were trying to get it and it wasn't working, but I have fixed that. So if you haven't gotten it yet, make sure and hop over and get it. I will put that in the show notes. Um, and yeah, everybody just have a wonderful and productive week of writing. And I will be back next week with a new episode. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.